continue our daily Bible reading in Romans chapter 10. Uh, we see Paul's passion again for his brothers and sisters of the Jewish faith whom he grew up with and, and what he believed for the longest time until God showed him, revealed to him the truth of who Jesus Christ is and what Jesus Christ did. So Paul uh, had a passion to, to reach them and wish that he could, even though uh, later on in his ministry, he did really go more to the Gentiles because he was he had uh, ran into such opposition with the Jews um, who always tried to discredit what Paul was doing um, to, to try to uh, discredit his ministry. And so Paul finally just went to the Gentiles. But you can see here Paul's great love for them as he wishes that they too. He says, my heart's desire and prayer for God is that they may be saved. Uh, what a heart for us to have too. And it's a, it's a great reminder. This is Jesus saying, love your enemies. This is what it means to love your enemies. So those that even are against you, you pray that, that God would change their hearts, that he would, the Holy Spirit would get a hold of them like he did with Paul and, and turn them back to Christ. Uh, what a beautiful example Paul is of that. Uh, whereas from a world's perspective, he could have hated them for what they do and what they did to him. Uh, but that's that's not the way we are as Christians. Jesus gave us that example too. He's hanging on the cross and he's saying, Father, forgive them, the very people that are crying out, crucify him, crucify him. Or saying to him, uh, if you're really the son of God, then get yourself down from the cross, mocking him, making fun of uh, uh, him. Certainly from a world's perspective, we'd say, well, you know, it'd be okay if he got mad at them and cursed them and all that. But that's not uh, what Jesus does. That's not the God we have. And that's not the light that we're supposed to be called to as well. We're to look beyond that situation and, and look to the eternal destiny of every single person and, and pray that, that they might come to faith and that God would use us in some way uh, to be Christ's light to them. And, and Paul is a good example of that right here. Um, for he says in verse 2, for I, bear, uh, for I bear them witness that they have a great zeal for God. It's just the fact that their zeal isn't backed up by knowledge. In verse 3, he says, for being ignorant, and don't take that term ignorant in a derogatory way like we'd use it today. It's actually the root word for the term agnostic. In other words, don't know all the information. Uh, agnostic says, um, uh, I, I believe there's a God, but uh, but I don't know if we can know anything about him. I don't know anything about him. Well, Jesus has shown us God. The scriptures show us God. We know a lot about God. And we just kind of focus on the things that we don't know about God or can't possibly understand. But when you read the word of God, you find out what kind of a God we do have. And he's explained about his creative power, about his great love for us, about what he has planned for us for eternity. Uh, the scriptures really do give us a lot of knowledge, but the Jew, the Orthodox Jew, uh, even today, uh, refusing to accept that part of the Bible, the, the New Testament in particular, um, doesn't have that same knowledge too. So you and I need to be that great witness um, that, that continues to open the door that we might have the opportunity to share with them why we believe Jesus Christ is the Messiah and they might have eternal life. So uh, Paul says that there where he says, you know, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness for everyone who believes. In other words, the law can't save us. It only condemns us because we can't keep it. But Jesus makes us right. And now, therefore, um, the law no longer condemns us because Jesus paid the price uh, for our condemnation. And now by believing in him, by faith in him, uh, we have eternal life. Um, he brings it up and says, you know, this righteousness um, was uh, it's throughout the Bible. He talks about how Moses writes about the righteousness based on the law. So he's referring to to Moses giving the Ten Commandments. And uh, uh, and yes, if they could keep those commandments, if we could keep those commandments perfectly, the Ten Commandments would save us. 
but the fact is we can't do that. Um, so therefore, those those commandments are only going to uh, to condemn us. But what's the righteousness based upon faith? Well, he describes that. He says it doesn't have to say who's going to ascend to heaven to get God to come down because he already has. We know that by faith. doesn't have to go down to hell to pay the price for our sin because we know that Jesus already did that. What does it say? It confesses with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. He has conquered all of our enemies, including death, including Satan, including hell, and that by believing in him, uh, we have uh, we uh, we have eternal life. And then in verse 10, just flips it around. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. We're justified by faith. And with the mouth, we confess um, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And in that, we are saved in, in that faith. So what a what a great uh, chapter in the Bible that, that emphasizes what you and I know as, as Christians, that we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, which we know through the word alone. And scripture teaches us uh, it teaches us just that. And then how does that faith come about? You jump over to verse 17. He says, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of Christ. No wonder Jesus so many times, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Because it's that the Holy Spirit works through the word of God, that literal word of God. And that word of God creates faith in us. It's because we heard that word. It's the Holy Spirit working that faith in us. Not that it's some mechanical or, or transcendental kind of thing, but um, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord because I, I grew up in a home and was brought to church and Sunday school and taught about Jesus Christ from the word of God. And that word, God worked that faith in my heart. It wasn't because I'm such a great guy and so knowledgeable uh, that, that I figured that out on my own. No, it was the work of the Holy Spirit. And here's a, a good example of, of teachings, where that teaching comes from uh, from in Scripture. And emphasizing that that word needs to be proclaimed. Um, he says that that voice needs to go out. Um, and uh, uh, so that that describes uh, how, how faith comes about in our hearts. And that's really where Paul's going in this chapter. He's going to deal a bit more uh, with uh, the whole Jew-Gentile relationship in chapter 11, uh, but that's for another day. God bless you as you read.